And we are back. Uh, this is an emergency podcast. Um, Live PGA. Uh, it's it's been on the news all day, um, starting at eleven o'clock. So we felt like we needed to give America the answers that it's looking for, or that it doesn't know that it's looking for here. So, Maddie, what are your thoughts on on this uh, endeavor or, or everything that unfolded today? I have a lot of thoughts, and I think I. You know, everybody's going to have the same general perspective on this. People are going to trash Monaghan. They're going to, you know, X, Y, Z. Like, I'm really hyper-focused on what happens from here more so. Because this seemed inevitable to me at all times just because money talks, right? There was always going to be a tip, uh, an inflection point where the PGA Tour is going to have to do something rather than that weird little, you know, when they had that, it pushed out those changes about forcing people to play more events and trying to, you know, they had all those weird meetings where Tiger flew yeah, in. And, and players were getting larger purses for some of the majors. And, you know, that wasn't going to be sustainable. Um, it always kind of felt like they were on their heels from the beginning with yeah. it, um, which kind of was the indicator for me that, like, this wasn't sustainable and something was going to happen because why the heck would they have two? There's no reason for it. Right? We have enough tours as is. So I think, yeah, there's a lot of really cool angles looking forward on this that are interesting. And before we get to like what's going forward, like, and we all know what happened, right? To a degree, if you're listening, you probably have a general idea of of the formation of Live Golf, um, funded by the Saudi PIF, the uh, Public Investment Fund, or something to that extent. <laughs> um, and anyway, what you know, what I was reading a lot about today was. Um, the PGA might not have wanted to go through this lengthy litigation where they didn't have the capital to back, you know, the, the PIF and, and live could have done this for 12 years and kept bringing them to court, bringing them to court and like, let's put this in the rear view mirror. And this isn't a PGA puff piece either. Like they stood on a moral high ground um, for a long time saying like, we don't want to be part of this. And then, you know, and I do want to talk a little bit about the golfers. So one of the questions that I had, um, and it was one of the first thoughts that came up, like Mickelson, you know, Bryson, Brooks, they all leave, they take the bag and they, you know, are, are doing really well and, and feeling good about life and they get to play in the majors. Um, is there any like restitution? Do they have to pay back or do we just not know anything about how that's going to no. work yet? Um the details are still trickling out, but it does sound like I've been able to, you know, piece together from a different, a few different sources that they are going to have to pay a fine to come back in and it's going yeah. to be player to player. So it's not okay. going to be flat fee where everyone's like, you know, give us back a little bit of that money that you give raised. us back a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, no. So I would imagine, you know, knowing what I know about the things that have been said, they're probably going to go after some people. It's going to be interesting, right? What if they go to Phil and they're like, Hey, $10 million fine to get back in. He might yeah. literally be like, no, like, right. We don't know what right. the guys that are about to retire. Well, I think that's not even it. He probably, he would probably say yes, because the value of him coming back and like being the thorn in Monaghan's side live every week that he can play. <laughs> so I would think he would, but there's going to be some guys in the middle who like, you know, took pretty big bags over there that were bigger names than what their talent was at the time. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see if they're just kind of like, nah, I'm out. So yeah, yeah I, fine to come back though. I just feel bad for the guys that like could have left and, you know, tried to do the right thing or what they thought was the right thing and didn't take the money. And yeah. they're like, what the hell is going on here? And yeah. then, and also like the guys that like the end of the cut, 
you know, for some of these, not the majors that, that the live guys can play in, but the regular tour events, right. That they're not eligible for that, you know, all of a sudden their $120,000 paycheck is now, Hey, you missed the cut and you're spending all the money to, to get there. If you're even eligible, right. Like if you're 155 on the list, um, are you able to play in some of these events? So, you know, I, I don't feel terrible for them, but at the same time, like, it, it's it, you know it it's got to rub them really hard, and it kind of feels like too like the world rankings probably won't change. Those were intact right. when those guys left, so I think that's still going to be the case. But there's going to be some interesting stuff. Like some people who were like like Norman is out. They just threw him aside. Oh yeah, not yeah. in the mix. He's gone. Like he literally did yeah. <laughs> reputation on it, and then they got they got this all sorted out, and they were kind of like he won't be a part of the venture moving forward. So like. <laughs> Him and Monaghan are in a dead heat for like the two biggest clowns in this whole scenario. And honestly, you know, it's the same for the golfers. It kind of feels like they made so much money doing this that I, I can't even imagine Greg Norman cares. Who's taking him seriously at this point? Anyway? I don't think anyone. Like you said it probably a month or two ago, right? Like he's uh, like our previous president to a degree. Like yeah. the ratings have been great for Liv. And, and do you think that's part of like why it happened? Then we'll get into what, you know, where this goes looking forward. Like they couldn't get sponsors. And then the PGA needed, you know, um, to funnel in some money. Uh, well, the, I didn't honestly. So this was a surprise to me. I hadn't dug in enough to realize this. Like the PGA was not a for-profit private. No, yeah. So, so I think if, if the goal is to continue to pay these players, like they kind of have started to do, that wasn't going to be sustainable to just magically start paying these guys, winning these big tournaments two X without an influction of cash. And so like, right. You know, but there's like so there's so many different layers to the hypocrisy that comes with this, too. Like so Jimmy Dunn, for instance, the guy who's um, he's like the ultimate elite golf clubby insider guy who's the I think he's the president or the he's something for Seminole Golf Club down in Florida, like super prestigious. And he's you know, he banned live men members from the annual member guests there, uh, member pro there. Sorry. Um, He he actually ironically. So he skipped work on 9-11. And 66 of his colleagues were in the one of the trade centers and were killed in that. And he skipped work and went to go golf. Um, and because of it, he was sort of like, hey, you know, I wouldn't do anything with the Saudis. You know, I won't cash a check from those guys, like blah, blah, blah. And now fast forward, he's literally on the board and he's he's a part of this. So, like, I think the hypocrisy that's going to come from all of this is inevitable. Like, how could you avoid it? But those players... You know, I think most of them will make out okay. Like if you think about right. like Brooks and others, but yeah, a lot of these guys are going to get lost in the shuffle. Cause I think the tour guys too, like the tour guys that stayed Rory, et cetera, they're going to get to say like, Hey, we didn't leave. We were loyal, whatever the yeah. hell that was. We need to get paid upfront too. So there's going to be a, a lot of oil money. It's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be, you know, hands out looking for everything. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. I, I'm more interested in like the go forward, like, yeah. Know, do any of the live rule tweaks make their way in, in some capacity or, you know, do we have a shift in terms of the schedule or like, broadcast like team rights? golf? Right. What's going to stop now? What is going to stop now, like an Amazon or one of these other streaming services from coming in? Bezos flies in in one of his jets and he goes, give me the rights. I'll pay whatever for it. I've got the NFL. I've got all this stuff. Like, I think it I think the infusion of cash will do one thing for sure. People will actually be able to find golf, which is still a disaster. So, right. I don't know. And then there's like the even 
moral thing. Like their their Super Bowl, like is the Masters, right? Yeah. <laughs> like other than Saturday and Sunday, you have to watch the opening. You have to watch the opening kickoff on an app. <laughs> on TV, on cable, some sort of streaming service, whatever. Yeah. The entire tournament from the very beginning when like no name bozo tees off to the very end of the tournament i should be able to watch the entire thing why the hell can't we have that so i think now it'll fix some of those things ideally yeah. um but hey you mentioned him earlier donnie donnie predicted this donnie stradamus a year ago he said they were going to end up merging so you know maybe maybe that'll be good for him when he gets He's back probably up. behind it somewhere uh, we'll get we'll get drew's take on that in a few weeks <laughs> we will um the one group that's got lost in the shuffle is uh the dp world tour it's yeah. just taking a back seat they're like oh we merged too by the way don't forget about us yeah um, i i know nothing about that tour i don't know why it exists i don't know why there are nine different tours in thailand and asia like i don't understand why there are a million of these tours but maybe this will maybe we can get like i know we have um the corn fairy tour, but maybe we get like a more clearly defined, almost like minor league. Like, I wonder if you end up seeing like teams now, like the Q school becomes like the Q league or something. Yeah. To that. yeah. And there's like, you know, maybe one of the things that makes its way over from live is that everything generally stays the same, but like guys break off into teams and you golf for yourself, but you also, there's a secondary prize yeah. or first for the team. Like, I don't think that hurts golf. Like some of that stuff, right? Like, 56 hole scramble like that's not golf that's ridiculous but like right team, team could happen like i think some of those rule tweaks could be fun to see if they make their way through um so you mentioned like moving forward too yeah. um you know can Ryder cup as i'm thinking about teams and we're talking about that a little bit and yeah. and one of the big deals is like right the live guys weren't going to be eligible um does that change anything? And does that make the Ryder Cup? I mean, I think it makes all the majors a little bit more interesting, even though they could have played in yeah. them. But I think there's just going to be more attention now. The majors haven't felt that different to me because those guys were, except for, you know, other than what they weren't, they can't play the open, right? Or right, right. qualify. Then, yes. Or no. I don't know. Is it the players or is it the open? It's one of them. I can't keep them straight, okay. but one of them they couldn't play. So I guess for the most part, you know, the majors felt similar. The Ryder Cup, it was inevitable that these guys were going to make the team. Like you're going to see, yeah. you're going to catch, like how's Brooks not on the U.S. Ryder Cup team? Like right. in what world are you beating the Europeans without him? So I think what changes is honestly, I think the schedule and how many events these guys have to play and the scoring and the points and the payouts and like, I think we could see a change in terms of like what the championship, because the championship for the tour right now, honestly, is kind of dumb. You, depending on how much, where you fall on the, on the list for the, for the year, you get, you know, a few strokes uh, like right. beneficial to you on, on that final, that final event in Chicago. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think there could be some scheduling, like rule tweak type changes, but I feel like the ma the majors for the most part and the Ryder cup and stuff are going to kind of feel like they would have felt, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Where does Monaghan go from here? Oh, man, he's in the Goodell-Bettman zone now. I mean, he probably already was. But like yeah. I said it earlier when we were talking, <clears throat> it feels like a commissioner of a sport league is just a thankless. Like, that's why they pay Goodell, like, what, $50 million a year? Yeah. To just take, he just takes unlimited shrapnel. Bettman gets booed every building block. <laughs> he can't get, like, on an airplane. Like, everywhere he dinner goes. without getting booed. Everywhere. If anyone can recognize him at dinner. but. 
Right. So like, I think part of doing that job is you have to be, you have to have the thickest skin or you just have to not care, or you just have to take a look at your bank account and see all the zeros and go, this is okay. So Monaghan's a clown. I think he's on the board still. I would imagine this feels very much like we're going to find out down the line later this year that he just gets pushed out in some capacity because he got totally smoked on this. There's no world where he comes out looking good and there's no world where anybody has any confidence in him moving forward. So I don't know. I mean, if if they're smart, they'll bring in somebody who's not affiliated with any of this to run it. Um, Monahan's not the guy. He looked like a deer in headlights every single interview he yeah. did. Yeah, he his- relied on like Rory to. You know, hold and then Rory PGA. was like, "Oh, Rory was like, turns out I don't want to do this. I'm not much of a leader either. Um, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to take a back seat. There's been nobody steering the ship. So, I mean." He he. Monahan said the negotiations took like seven weeks. It was him and two other PGA Tour board members, zero players. Yep. So that's bizarre too, right? Like you know, it feels like he he's getting a little more credit for what happened here than he probably should. But I can't imagine he lives through this. There's no way. Pun intended. I, I agreed. Um. And yeah, uh, Tiger. I I can't wait to see what he says because uh, if there mm-hmm. is anyone that kind of didn't stand up, but Right. He had that meeting over the summer last year where everyone showed up. All of the guys on the tour showed up and it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to answer every single question. Um, You know, he's been through a a few moments in his life. So I think, uh, you know, I I can't wait to see what he says and his response to this, because I think that's going to sort of dictate the tenor from, you know, both the media side and also from the players, too, that are are out there. What do you think looking forward now? Like, you know, this all just happened today, obviously. Credit to us for just jumping right on the pod and getting in front of it, obviously. So credit to, to us and a service to everybody. But <laughs> does Lid does Live make it through the rest of their season? Do they continue to play all these events or do they so just So from my understanding, right? Live Live is gonna be, you know, is gone. It's gonna gone. be extinct because gone. it's you know, it's funded entirely by the PIF. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not live that is necessarily merging with the PGA from what I've read. Like yep. it's, um, the PIF that is going to be a premium sponsor of PGA tour. Yep. Um, and, and they're going to cut, I'm sure all of their funding from live, uh, Greg Norman's going to be out. Like he's going to be back in Australia chasing kangaroos. And, um, yep. <laughs> sorry for the Australian. Uh, um, shared off like a bozo everywhere. Yeah. But uh, so I, you know, I think it's, I think they're probably going to finish up whatever like commitments and they don't care about down payments on courses or anything that they've made. Um, So I I am guessing within the next like six to eight weeks, anything coming up after that's done. Um, I mean, yeah, I I agree with you. I think they disband that league very quickly because the PIF didn't, they don't care about live. They wanted golf. They wanted to buy golf. They wanted to buy their way into golf. And the major influence that they're now going to have because of it, like they own golf. They bought golf. They own professional golf around the world. That's what happened today. Like the PGA Tour is going to be like a relic in the near future. Like it's just not because it wasn't, they weren't getting it done. Like they weren't able to actively grow the game and they weren't actively able to get people interested. So I think the Saudis got what they wanted all along. They've got major influence. They infuse a ton of cash into golf, which is a sport that is surrounded by money anyway. Like it's all the sponsors and everybody who's involved in golf. It's all like upper echelon 
tech and finance bros. Like that's who the, that's who their market is. That's their ICP. So I think the tour, like live ending the tours monopoly or all those conversations that were had, like it's not going to happen. I think, I think they'll live will be dead immediately. PGA tour will essentially stop functioning like it is within a year or two. Yep. It's going to be a TV deal for sure. Somebody is going to get in there because right now it's on like seven different channels. So long as, as your boy is okay with as long as Nance is is telling us about the Let's talk about that. What if they go to Jimmy and they say, Hey, we want you to be the voice of the tour. Um, Here's our Saudi, our oil bucks. What will you think about if he takes that cash? Jim, he can do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to let him off the hook. He is off the hook. Oh. Uh, he has carte blanche <laughs> with, with the rest of his life. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting, too. I, I you know, wonder if CBS is going to be predominantly involved, as they have been for a lot of the majors. Um, if, yeah. you know, what happens with the Golf Channel and, you know, yep. what ABC. other networks. But you mentioned Bezos and, you know... Does one of the other, yeah, exactly. Does one of the other streaming services like stake their claim? And this is how, you know, one of the failing ones survives, right? Like, um, I don't think it stays with like NBC, CBS. I think those guys blew it and they're out. I think it's going to be an Amazon. It's going to be an Apple. You could see Netflix get in the mix. Yeah, I was going to say, does Hulu make like one of their last ditch efforts? Hulu has a partnership now with ESPN and ESPN does a pretty good job with their coverage. Um, They've lost some sports, right? Recently. Haven't they lost? Mm -hmm. Like, what are they not? They don't have hockey at all anymore. Was it? Or I don't believe they, I don't know if they have hockey. Um, They've always got cash. Mickey Mouse always has cash to throw at something. So I think they lost one of the conferences for football. Um, And those are big bucks. Those comp, those, those football contracts are massive amounts of money, way more than the tour is currently bringing in. So I think if, you know, whatever, there's a conversation to be had about how dirty this money is and how we got here. And that's like all well and good. And I think it's valid. But like, what are we going to do about it? I'm looking forward. I would like better coverage, better overall, just scheduling, maybe a few fun rule tweaks, nothing crazy, like nothing nuts. But there's an opportunity where the cash being infused could actually improve the game. So I'm hopeful of that. I agree with you. And I'm glad that we were able to... uh, turn everyone's frown upside down that was upset about this news today and um, and make some sense of it really for the American public. Um, I think that's any parting any parting shots here. I'm not Dick oh. Shap. But. No, I was like, part Dick Shap. Where's Dick Shap fall in your uh, Hall of Fame? Uh, he's, you get Jeremy alongside that or is it, what's the deal there? No, Jeremy didn't, didn't make a cut. <laughs> he's out. Listen, I'm interested to see what our boy Jimmy Nance does, and maybe we get Romo involved. And he's a goofball. Like I don't know. Oh, I mean, I like I like chaos. You know me. Shake it up. My yeah. parting thought is the PGA Tour is boring. They don't know how to market that sport. Let's let's charge it up somehow. It doesn't have to go full live, but maybe something like a little bit closer to that middle of the of the road. I just want to be able on April 14th, 2024 to tune in at, at 9.30 or 10.00 AM and, uh, you know, see, yeah. see an entire the, golf yeah. tournament. Yeah, yes. Not just um, but yeah. anyway, no, I, you know, I, I, you know, truth be told, obviously, as you've been listening to this podcast, don't know all the inner workings of this. Um, you know, Maddie's been doing some research. I have 
well. And obviously it's been a topic that's been um, pressing for the last year and a half. I just think it's fascinating. And my parting thing is I just feel bad for the guys that turned down like a hundred million bucks that are sitting there at like 80th on the player ranking or 95 that that was their one shot. And they said, no, I believe in what we're doing here at the PGA and the PGA turned their back on them and did the exact same thing that they didn't do. Loyalty is a funny thing. And I, I, I always laugh about when you work at like a big corporation and everyone's like, we're a family here. It's like, no, you are not. You are coworkers. You are not a family. Loyalty can go both ways. And a lot of those guys got, got boned pretty bad. So that'll, that'll go down. Like they'll regret that one big time. Um, There's no amount of of virtue that could possibly give you back those millions of dollars that could change your life and future generations. So it's fascinating, man. There's a lot of angles. Um, It'll be fun to see how this plays out. I'm looking forward to all this stuff trickling out so we can hear a little bit more about the inner workings and how this came to be. Absolutely. Well, Manny, good night. Um, I'm glad we could do this and jump on. I hope hope, uh, we helped everyone out here. We did. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Later.